Welcome to my podcast, Strong As You Think. I'm a life coach and I want to share with you the things that are helping me and my clients. I think you'll find them helpful too. This is episode 45, when you don't agree with an authority figure. Sometimes we just don't agree with someone who has authority over us. It can feel frustrating. But here's some things to do to lessen the frustration, move on, and get your mind ready to make your own best strategies. Hi, welcome to Strong As You Think. Today, I want to talk about when you don't agree with an authority figure. And I'm going to guess that most of us have had this experience at one time or another when there's someone who has authority over us and we don't agree. And it can bring up a lot of frustration at times and um, sometimes guilt. You know, it can be like with a teacher, a parent, a boss, a church leader, an organization president, um, politics, political leaders. There can be all sorts of things. So first, I would say you don't have to tell yourself you have to agree. I think sometimes we think there's a problem because we think that we should agree and we don't. And there's a lot of dissonance there. So give yourself permission not to agree. That's okay. But there are still other choices. I think a lot of times we are told you either have to agree or disagree, pick a side, right? And our brains actually like to tell us that too. Um, And think about it. Like if you've ever dealt with young kids, you'll probably recognize the strategy of giving them limited choices. Like you tell the young child, you want to wear the yellow shirt or the green shirt, you know, give them tons of choices. And this actually keeps things quicker and um, causes less drama, causes less likelihood for them to be overwhelmed. So our brains will actually do this too. It'll kind of tell us it's either or because it makes the decision simpler And that's okay in many, many ways, but we can tell it's a problem when when something comes up, when something starts to bother us. And then we're going to look for, maybe it doesn't have to be agree or disagree this or that. And it's actually a strategy that some um, advertisers, authority figures will use in order to get us to agree saying, well, if you don't think that's true, then you need to agree with me. But that doesn't have to be true. But when you're dealing with an authority figure, so you don't have to agree, you also don't have to either agree or disagree. You can give yourself permission to find your truth in between that. Then you want to start asking yourself some questions. First, you want to ask, how important is this? How really important is this to me? Sometimes it's not that important and you can keep the disagreement kind of to yourself or to a small area because it's not that important. Yeah, you don't agree, but you know, if they didn't choose the chocolate donuts, then that you might be okay. But sometimes it's tricky though. Sometimes um, there's in a religious situation, even if it doesn't feel super important, 
if we don't agree with the church leader, we can start to feel um, guilty or shame that we feel differently than someone who we see as called of God, even if it's not as an important of an issue in and of itself, but it becomes important because this is someone whose opinion that carries a lot of weight. And I would still sort this through saying, does this have to be that important? Okay. Um, is this possible that this person could be right on many issues, but not on this one? And how, and just kind of take the situation in its place. Sometimes we build it up into a bigger thing because of the importance that we place on the person instead of just the issue itself. Okay. So how important is this? And then you want to ask, could I be wrong at all? Maybe you want to go back over it and, and, and re-examine your position and think, is it possible that I'm wrong about something in this? Is there possible there's room for my position to change a little with, with growing information? Because a lot of times, maybe there is you know, room to modify our opinion. Maybe we do agree more than we initially thought. Maybe we don't, but maybe we do. Could I be wrong? Is there room for movement, right? And this takes maturity and humility to ask this. Because sometimes once we make a decision, it's hard to admit that we might be wrong. But there's so many things that we have left to learn that a lot of times we are wrong. And when we allow ourselves to be wrong, though, we learn more information. So it's an opportunity. The next question I ask is, do I have access to the decision maker? Okay. Sometimes we're upset about something and we don't have access to the decision maker. And that feels really frustrating because there's doesn't feel like there's a lot we can do to change it. Okay. And that's... That can be frustrating when we feel like it affects our lives. But when we do have access to the decision maker, we probably want to go to that person. Sometimes we think we're doing something by complaining to other people, complaining on social media. But if we have access to that decision maker, if we really want change, then we probably should go to that decision maker and probably should go privately, right? Um, in many cases, that gives the authority figure or the decision maker some area and some privacy to change their opinion. Sometimes when we go straight at them in, in public arena, they're more likely to stick to their guns. But it if you can, um, if you have access to them and can meet with them privately, I, that's, that's a really good place to start. And then 
what can I do about it? Where is my control? So like we said, sometimes we don't have access to the decision maker. And where do I have control over it? What can I do about it? You know, and there may be some things that you can do about it if, in, you know, if you've decided that it is important. Um, but think about where you do have control. Because if you're desperately, desperately trying to change a decision that you don't have control over, you're going to set yourself up for failure, for frustration. And so that doesn't mean you don't do anything, but you want to realize where is it that you have control. Um, there's someone named Byron Katie, and I like what she says about where we have control. And she says that everything is either my business, someone else's business, or God's business. We have control in our business and the things that we have control over, which is my choices, my feelings and actions, my sphere of influence, you know, that's where I can make the biggest difference. And that's where I have control and can feel powerful is when I set myself up to, to do things in that area. Others' business is their choices, their actions, and the things that they're in control of. So if I am trying to control someone else's actions and feelings and their lives, I'm setting myself up for failure because I can't control it. I, I can influence and I can suggest, but when I try to control that, I'm, I'm more likely than not going to come out of that frustrated. And then God's business, and that's everything else. That's where we leave it to God where we can do what we can do. We've, you know, tried to do everything in our area of control. And that's when we get to let go and say that God or the divine has control of the rest. Because if we don't have control, we can't do anything about it. We think we're doing something about it when we're worrying, when we're frustrating, and we're frustrated when we're complaining. That feels like some sort of work to us. But in reality, it's just causing a lot of taking away our emotional and mental brain space. It's taking away that. And it can make us be really tired when that happens a lot because there's no, there will be no resolution to things out of our control. So when you don't agree with an authority figure, it's okay. You don't have to agree. And there's room on that between agree and disagree. Okay. You can agree with some, you can disagree with other parts and that's okay. It's not all or nothing, no matter who it is, no matter the authority they have, you can agree or disagree. Um, you want to know how important is this to me? Is it worth worrying about? Because I think that's important. You want to be humble enough to realize I could be wrong about some of this and be smart enough to learn from it. You want to know if you have access to the decision maker. Is this someone I can 
work with privately first. Okay. And then where is my control? When you can get some traction on some of these things, I think you're going to feel a lot more relaxed when you don't agree with an authority figure. You're going to know what you can do and what you can't, when to act on it and when to just leave it. And it, instead of all the emotion going around and kind of clouding things, you're going to have more clarity as you're more calm and you're open to these questions and to the answers to them. And you may come up with some good ideas that were kind of closed off to you before because of all the, the heat of the emotion and the frustration, sometimes even the guilt and shame for feeling like you don't agree with somebody who you see as important. Okay. So I just challenge you to kind of think about these questions. And next time you have a situation where you don't agree with a, an authority figure and see if answering these gets you a little more clarity and direction. But thank you for joining me and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for being with me today on Strong As You Think. Don't forget to subscribe to keep getting more. If you don't have a life coach already, we can talk on a free 30-minute Zoom discovery call about how we can work together. You can find me at amyelkinscoaching.com and on Facebook and Instagram at amyelkinscoaching, and you can message me there. We'll talk to you next time.